Do you guys have notes? Nope. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> I, to be fair, Adam, you've never, I've never had a note for any podcast we've ever recorded. All right, let's do it. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNVR Watches Podcast, Love Is Blind Edition. I am oh, your host, baby. Adam Mades from DNVR Nuggets. I'm joined by D-Line Co. Eric Weedham. Let's go! You, you're feeling excited, I take it, at the moment. Uh, I'm feeling uh, full of love. I'm feeling blind and loveful. <laughs> Amorous. <laughs> blinded by love. I'm, be, I'm feeling blinded by love as well. Uh, I'm also joined by super intern, Kel Sorbo. What is up, everybody? Excited. I'm excited to argue with Adam. It's going to be great. Super producer, I, Kale Sorbo. Super on, producer, bro. super intern. We always super intern in my heart. <laughs> um, I think, Kale, I think you should rebrand to uh, pronouncing your name Sorbon. Sorbon. It just sounds Ooh. so fancy. Think about that. It is so fancy. That's very fancy. <laughs> and I could claim I was French and yeah. like all, you know, studio and stuff instead of just being like a, you know, like a, a poor Norwegian kid. Yeah, <laughs> it just is so it's so beautiful um weedham there's no saving it's just there's yeah. there's nothing you can do about that one i don't care i don't care what you think about my name i'm ready to dish on some love uh, okay then let's get right to it the feast de resistance um <laughs> so we just finished episode seven wow time flies of love is blind and it was a doozy in this episode the lovers all go home to meet the parents which is always a a fun moment and we're gonna start right off the top rope because before we got into anything we got the weirdest fight i've ever witnessed in my entire life i don't think that counts as a fight i think that what we witnessed was the uh erosion of damien's uh masculinity um of their relationship she broke Um, his will as a human well we have to tell the listener here real quick what happened so so jenny hannah and and damien are back at their apartment and first of all i just need to say they the, the last episode in this one has been a total like you're no longer on reality TV, you know, in your pod, on your set. You're no longer on vacation. You're back in the real world. And, like, you're doing real world things. And not everybody's in on the bit of you being on a show as evidenced <laughs> by the very awkward families that have to deal with this. So The families are like, I'm not on board with this, and you need to know that. Can you <laughs> imagine your family being on board with this? You're like, you're like oh, great news. I am going to be on a reality show. And then you just show up, and you're like, um, I'm getting let's married. Say, let's like, save that, though. Let's save that, because there's a very specific moment I want to talk about that specific detail. But um, so anyway, my point was, I feel like last episode and this one were all about like b- back to reality to where you're all like kind of you know you're going with it you know like when you're trying to like maybe when you're doing a podcast you're like easier to laugh <laughs> it, it, you know like you're just easier to yeah. please or whatever and i feel like um with th- that like but this is like removing that they can no longer fake it all of the time and so we start out with this this argument between jenny hana and damien is that how you pronounce that jenny hana like i think Benny it's giannina it's Jenny Hanna to me. And she <laughs> and, and yeah, so she goes for the jugular by saying, um, you know how you always say that it's the best sex of your life? Do you ever wonder how I never rem- return the compliment? Return the compliment, yeah. Yeah, that's a, um, that's that's a, a mortal rare. combat. Like, you know, at the that end, like, rip the heart out, throw like him on the spikes. That was, takedown. That was, a, that was not a mortal combat fatality. That was a mortal combat babality, where she reduced him to like a small child and took everything away from him. <laughs> On television. <laughs> the most awkward part of the whole interaction was afterwards when he was like, 
was it good that we were fighting in different rooms? It felt like the pods. I was yeah, yeah. like no, so that whole, uncomfy. That whole conversation happened with them not looking at each other in completely separate rooms. And um, it was, I don't even think that counts as an argument. I mean, that, that was just a uh, full assault. Like that was a full frontal assault <laughs> of just explaining like why um, she doesn't like him. Like, I, I really don't know where else, like, where do you go from there? Like that, that's a breakup conversation. So of all the people on the show, Gigi seems the most like, I, I don't understand. She just seems like she's completely pretending. Like she's like, knows what makes good reality yeah, TV. She's like 24 and clearly came on the show for the Instagram followers oh, totally. and is trying to yeah. fake her way through it. Yeah, totally. Like... <laughs> Because none of it makes sense, like including the fact that first of all, so we have to. She just completely just um, dismembers Damien, right? And and then they continue this conversation, and then he's like, "I'm feeling frisky," and like they tackle each other like amorously, and it's like, "Hold on, man, you don't bounce back that quickly from that." Like those words don't go back in after they're out. Like, but something they do. Well, Damien like seems a little bit like. Um... He is two-dimensional, made out of red colored cardboard um, <laughs> that he like, he don't, really doesn't have anything. He like, seems like the most boring person on the show outside of Kelly and Kenny. No, you're wrong. Boring. I have a Kelly and Kenny take for later, but keep okay, going. But, but, but I just mean like. Wait, can I say something about Damien? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. He, I originally, when we started the show, I liked him. And now he's the guy who thinks he's a good guy and oh, like. Yeah acts like he knows he's a good guy when he's not a good guy yeah dude he's a total and i hate that guy <laughs> a scale of one to ten what kind of hang do you think damien is this oh, on like a saturday oh, night like a three yeah which maybe which, which number is is uh equates oh. to the word miserable which one <laughs> that's, is a that's miserable probably, hang? i think that's a one maybe okay, one he's a one half. yeah he's yeah. Definitely the last one. person you want to <laughs> grab a beer with like he's boring it's funny because like I don't feel like he's even like that remarkably looking like he just kind of looks like an average plain looking dude. He kind of looks like Toby, he has the weirdest said. hairline I have ever seen on my, in my life. And Jenny's no, he's like, not attractive. Like she's pretty. <laughs> yeah. I think she's pretty. Yeah, so no, just, she totally is. She totally is. So um, he's not attractive. She's more attractive than him. He's super boring. I guess he's like probably financial. He seems like a guy that has like a solid accounting job. Yeah, or he's, something. A, he's a general manager is his title yeah like, so like he's a stable assistant to the general but manager. also yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> like relatively maybe relatively sane which we cannot say for Gigi anymore yeah i, well, I feel like he complains when you change the thermostat <laughs> maybe maybe he definitely like uh carries around he definitely wears like um khakis and asks you to come to come into his office and like wants to talk about your performance you know, yeah that it was that it wasn't the best of his life <laughs> I think he used that oh, line in his brutal. performance. <laughs> you snuck that in there so, so cleverly, Eric. Wow. Um, I find it interesting following our very, this is a very small, you know, I don't know how many people are tweeting along with us, maybe 30, maybe four. I don't, I don't know what it is. But I've noticed that the women following the show with us really hate Ginny Hanna. And the, oh, men, hate her. And the hate men following her. this show really hate Damien. And so it kind of creates this interesting thing where it's like <laughs> they are right low the on middle. my power rankings right now. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Wait. They're high on mine. They're just so fun. <laughs> wait, well, we got it. Like, how do we rank these? Well, yeah, we're, like, we're not there yet. We're there, not okay. there yet. Yeah. There's also there's no rule. Like, I mean, power rankings are the dumbest thing. There's just, there's no formula. Um, uh, so moving on. Um, I meant to say that I, I was telling you guys before we came on. Biggest shocker of this whole episode. 
This is some good music. This show has been defined by Nick Lachey being the producer and the music being absolutely terrible, like the worst possible music you can imagine. <laughs> they had some bangers tonight. They did. They, how do you? Did you not? Do you want to know what wasn't a banger? What's Cameron's that? rap? Oh well, oh, <laughs> okay. that's right. That's we got, right. We got to save Cameron for last. He's <laughs> okay. the show. But you are right. That that was not the banger I was talking. I gotta about. say, yeah, I, I gotta say that uh, I I felt uh, pretty unbanged the entire time. I don't know. Maybe I'd have to go back. Yeah, and listen the again. music was not discernible to me. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy to me. You guys, I guess, just don't have the uh, fine tuned uh, musical well, taste that I do. Tell the truth. Is this the first time you've seen this episode? Um, no, but all right. Well, so that is, there it is. You, you were able to move on and oh, I focus you're on ancillary right. elements. You're right. You while we were swept up in the drama. That's so true. Actually. I think you're absolutely right. Cause I did not notice this the first time. Through, so. <laughs> Point taken. You scored. That's a good one. Um, speaking of uh, somebody not scoring Mark and Jessica. Now, <laughs> I think they're next. This I has think been this episode had the least amount of Jessica. So it might've been my favorite. <laughs> it might have been yeah. the best one. <laughs> Did we meet Jessica's parents? I don't even remember. No, uh -uh. no. Does she have parents? <laughs> I don't think she does. Like you would just meet like a, a an eggshell from which she arose from. <laughs> it's very fit. I didn't even think about it, but I don't think we did meet her family. She probably. I wonder well, if she, she just secretly told the producers, like, "I am not bringing that guy to meet my family. This thing is done in two weeks. And I'm done. I'll never talk to this guy again." Yeah, or maybe because you know she is. Uh, quite older than he is maybe her parents have passed on Which, with limited with limited screen time still managed to mention it eight thousand oh, times God. you know what oh, uh, you know what i watching the show and, and listening to that and being a lot older than she is <laughs> i'm like man shut up <laughs> shut up can I, all right, um, can I come to her defense in one way? This is Please. gonna sound, this is, I'm, I'm like opposite of so many people on these takes. I actually think 24 and 34 is a pretty big difference. It works for some people, but these people don't have chemistry to begin with. So that yeah. gap also plays into it. Like 24 and 34 is, yeah. Just, I, you that's know what a, I think more the problem is than 34 is 24. Oh, like, 100%. Oh, 100%. yeah. Like, you could tell, like, they showed up. He was, like, living with roommates. He had nothing on his walls. Like, one, it was like, oh, yes, you did just graduate college. You like, don't know who you are when you're 24. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, you're, you're in an exciting part of your life because you're figuring out who you are. And that's, like, fun and, and, and exciting. But, like, he clearly doesn't have a clue about anything about life. And imagine, she's, like, so cynical and has been warned. Like, um, imagine um, waiting those 10 years between 24 and 34 and finding out who you are is Jessica. <laughs> it's like one of my biggest nightmares actually to mark's defense though she sets him up for failure like every time and every Does time and he just is blind like literally even this morning when she was apologizing for like being too drunk in the episode or whatever he like somehow ended up apologizing to her i was like how did that happen Yo, he's, somehow they're, they're getting closer, though, somehow. Somehow through, like, all she does is, like, try to push him away and, like, give so many reasons why this can't work. Uh, the number one being that she just doesn't want it to work. Um, and But, like, somehow, like, Mark's inability or his refusal to listen and take in these very clear directives that they don't want to, she doesn't want to be in a relationship with him. Like, they're getting, like, more and more cozy as we're going along. Maybe love is blind, guys. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> you know what? They're really, there's so many like The Office and Love is Blind parallels to me. I don't know if it's just where my mind is. I haven't watched The Office in like a year, so I don't actually know why. But this their relationship, Mark and Jessica, reminds me so much of Michael Scott and Jan 
<laughs> like where she's just like, so abusive, but yet he's just so like in love and a little like, bit. A little bit. <laughs> she's this has been seven episodes of her just dragging him. Every oh. episode, like he's you know, so which, obviously in his interviews, like so just broken now. And it's he, like, oh no, Mark. He'll point he to the it. most obscure, like, but if you saw the way she talks to me when we had breakfast the other day, you're like, no, man, I don't know. I saw how she talks to you every other second of your life, and it's pretty brutal. I know the the side the, the the interviews on her own when she's like it feels weird that we're sharing a bed. And you're like, what are we doing right Like, <laughs> what, what are we doing? Can we just, are you just really, wrap this up? Are you going to marry a man you want to share a bed with? <laughs> it's like, no, you can't even have these conversations after that. It's like, once you, like, once you acknowledge the real life implications of what she's talking about, you're like, dude, just fucking wrap this up. Like, this is over. Like, <laughs> How many relationships do you think Mark has had in his life? Just like, Ugh. I'm not t- talking about like sex. I'm just talking about like actual like girl, like serious girlfriends that he's uh, spending time to. He's probably, Two? he seems yeah. like a serial monogamous kind of guy. So he probably had like a high school sweetheart that maybe went into college. And then he had like, I, I'll bet you he's that guy that's, yeah, has had a high school girlfriend and a college girlfriend and maybe two others that they didn't consider him a boyfriend. <laughs> like he was like, I'm totally serious. I'm trying to be serious right now. Like we've never met, but. Right. She won't her, share a bed with me, but we're gonna get married. And he calls her know. his ex, and she hears that and goes, "What?" Yeah, no, right? Yeah. Um, yeah you guys, she's offended. Sneaky MVP of this episode. You guys will not, oh. not. This is off your radar. Sneaky MVP. Mark's dad. Whoa! Oh, Mark's he, dad was great. He just stares like, just like, what the f is going on? Right? Like he is so not in on the show. It almost looks. I don't think he says a single word. It almost looks like he told the producers, "Like, look, I'll be there." But I am not going to talk or react in any way. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, I will not be part of this tomfoolery any more than I have to. I know. Uh, yeah, Mark's dad was me before episode one. And <laughs> ever since then, I've just been Gigi. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Actually. It just means I'm crazy. I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> I've got and a lot of passion about this it. She talks. She was like, look, sometimes I'm the sweetest person ever, or I'm a tornado of hell. And you have to be used to that. And it takes a strong man. And I was like, at least she knows how she is. Oh, yeah. Somebody tweeted, though. They were like, Yo, anyone who, any woman that brags about how crazy she is, like that, just get, just leave. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, is true. that is a red flag. Um, can every, I haven't watched enough reality shows to, to know for certain, but I feel like every, the editing, they always make somebody out to be the villain. Like somebody's like got to be the one. It's Jessica, right? I mean, they clearly, it, I think she's also terrible, but they clearly like keyed in on like, yeah, this person is, is awful. Right. Don't you think? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, you're always trying to make good television in those scenarios and having a strong villain that everyone gets around makes good television. So I'm sure in editing, they were like, definitely were like, oh, she's a bad person. Turn into that skid, you know? <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh, for sure, a hundred percent. I love like when you can see very obvious um, editing tricks in reality shows, like where oh, somebody yeah. somebody says something and then they cut to the other people that are part of the conversation that are just like looking around. Like, yeah, oh yeah, I love it. I don't even care. Like, you know what? It's fine. It's, this is what it is. Like, tell me the story I want to hear, not the one that happened. <laughs> uh, totally. That's Mark, though. Tell me the story I want to hear, not what happened. Like, that's his whole brain right now. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Well, maybe for real. You're right. He's tricking himself. But maybe they have actually had these like really tender moments. But they're just like, no, let's not show that. Let's show the awkward date. Where <laughs> there's got to be. Listen, like if if I I don't want to be cynical, right? I want to believe that love is real 
and that love is blind <laughs> and that these people had like really real connections in these pods but that they were in for an undetermined amount of time that <laughs> they <laughs> we, we have no i love that there's absolutely no insight to the actual courtship of this which is the whole premise of the show like they were just like yeah they're in now they're out now they're married blah, blah, blah. yeah in the first like two episodes it was like day eight but you had no <laughs> like were they there a half hour we a day know. were they there yeah. 12 hours a day talking were they, to yeah were they like living in these pods like were they just like I, we don't know what the story is but <laughs> i have to believe that they had like real human tender connections that there are moments that they share throughout the day when they're not just preparing food in their weird sterile apartments that have been prepared for them and that you know they're not just like talking about how the other one is not mind-blowing sex especially um <laughs> in other rooms i mean there's got to be something to this or um you know i i dare to say it i hate to say it but we could just all be be being bamboozled by the producers here maybe maybe none of this is real Man, I, I I think you might be right on that point, but that's not fun. Let's get out of that, my friend. Let's move on now to the actually what I would call the single realist moment in the entire series, which was Damien's parents very predictably saying "f that." I don't want to be on a stupid show. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not on board with this. This whole experiment thing you're doing, no, really dumb, and we're not going to make asses of ourselves. Just well, I love that Barnett's brother was like that too. Barnett's brother was like, "This is crazy. Why are you getting married?" and barnett was like uh 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 kale there's a format to the show and it's a one at a time and we have to stay at work i know i was just i'm trying to tie you know yeah well jenny hana all together so jenny hana and damien now sitting in a parking garage it appears and like they get the phone call dramatically at the last moment while she's putting on makeup getting ready and uh like i don't want to be a part of your your is it horse and pony show? What is the what is the dog and pony show? Dog and pony show. I don't want to be a part of your dog and pony show here. Um, which to me, maybe they're the MVPs. I think Damien's parents might be the MVPs of the episode for saying, like, this is dumb, I'm out. For recusing themselves from the dog and pony show. Yeah. Uh well, you know, do you think that they shared a tender moment, maybe off off camera that they went and met, or they just refused to meet her? I think they probably refused. Maybe actually, no, you know, I bet you they did. I'll bet you there was some kind of like, all right, the producers are gone. I'm bringing her in. <laughs> oh man. There's so much to unravel this show. It's what I loved about that episode, that is an onion. What I liked about that, epi- that part of it though, is that somehow Ginny Hanna took personal offense to it. <laughs> and then Damien also took personal offense to Ginny Hanna taking offense to it. Ginny Hanna. I mean, this is of your name butcherings. Like this is top 10. If it's we're doing power ranking of Adam's, name butchering and the greatest part about it is that adam commits so hard (laughs) it's it's honestly easier for me to remember than whatever it actually is just call her benny hana from this point on let's maybe (laughs) get a plug from the restaurant maybe get a (laughs) damien and benny hana yeah but i like that they both can be offended by each other's level of being offended which i just (laughs) that's such like a modern relationship though that's so real (laughs) like Might be one of the most accurate parts of the show. (laughs) People getting upset about what their other people, like your in-laws do. To me, that's a weird thing. Like in-laws are, they're interesting. I'm lucky to have very good, very good in-laws. Oh, if they do, thank you. But if they do something like that, I really disapprove of. I'm not like to my wife, like what the heck you must answer for your parents here. Like, yeah. Yeah. That seems like kind of not 
sane behavior at all. But yeah, my, my dad, my dad, my dad notoriously sucks and has never gotten along really with any of my uh, girlfriends. And uh, okay. it's always <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, but you know, who cares? <laughs> we just move right on. <laughs> Great story there. Jenny ha- we do meet Jenny Hanna's parents very briefly. I almost felt like they didn't want to spend much time there. We were there for like 45 seconds max. That's how, how long they, they were there also. They just popped probably, right in, popped right out. Yeah, they were like, well, we have to meet somebody's parents. It wasn't even her real parents. It was just like, <laughs> I liked, I did like her dad whoa, though, who whoa, like whoa, very whoa, real was whoa, like, wow, did I you, will. Hold the mic away. What did you do? Oh, yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah, you got real hot. You got, you got Gigi hot real quick. <laughs> oh, am I less hot now? Yeah, yeah. There, there now, yeah, yeah, now you're uh, Damien hot. I don't know why it was that. Uh, <laughs> hot for a while. Though. She, she's pretty. She's a pretty girl. I was. I. Uh, I like that. Gigi's dad was like at Damon. He was like had the eyes of like if you hurt her, I will cut you in like just like a very real way. It's just they think, think anybody's ever done that like i feel like that's the most common thing to do when you meet the new boyfriend if, if you're a brother or a dad to be like hey if you cross her i will cut you but like you know 80 50 of all uh, marriages end in divorce do you think that those dads actually go out and cut them later that <laughs> they help well, sure, hold I'm on sure. to that initial threat <laughs> I, i'm sure it has happened a time or two <laughs> over over the eons <laughs> It's funny watching the show because I have two daughters. And so like at some point, presumably I will have to meet boyfriends of various levels. And it's funny watching this and just being like so many of these dudes, you would secretly, whether you would say it or not, secretly just be so disappointed. Oh, <laughs> it's totally. a weird thought to be like, you know what? I hope they don't bring home any losers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, this guy really like, what is it? I don't know. What does he do? I don't know. You're like, you could have spent like another week in the pod and like uh, hooked up with. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> yeah. you, could, you couldn't. Have, you couldn't have flipped Barnett. Like he was the catch. You ended up with Mark. goddamn Mark. Like, come on. Well, I guess we can move on to that one now, Amber and Barnett. And let me first say my first note here: they show up at Amber's house, and he's like, "Wow, it was so ghetto." And I thought it looked like a regular house. It's like a brick, brick house in a suburb. Yeah, it was like it was like uh, lower middle class, I would say ghetto was a stretch I, that, that, yeah. that also feels offensive that that word's loaded also come on barnett. I mean, <laughs> can we talk he's... about how barnett all of a sudden is just matt oh yeah, yeah. what's that about <laughs> it's so weird yeah we learned that barnett is actually his last name <laughs> and matt is like matt and barnett completely different people barnett in the pods like a playboy matt yeah. in the real world sensible responsible and cares about his family i would say Very he's dorky odd. and he's super dorky he's <sighs> I, I, I'm I'm way more into Barnett than I'm into Mark and, and uh, Mark no Matt and I'm not I'm not into Barnett. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like we, we're going to call you Sorbo from this point on. Sorbo, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, so Amber, we'll start with Amber's family first. Like the mom, I put this on Twitter, but she's she's been boozing. <laughs> it looked like it was maybe <laughs> 10 a.m., like but she's she been in she's been hitting the punch. <laughs> well, that's how the life in the ghetto, Adam. <laughs> in the ghetto, yeah, Colt forty five is what she was drinking on her back porch. She was a little like, honestly, man. Amber is probably my least favorite one outside of Jessica. Like Jessica, just the way I mean, she ran away with this in like episode one. But Amber oh, yeah. is close to me as the second, the second on this. Like I gotta say, yeah, Amber's closing in though for the top. For she sure. is, she is. It's almost sneaky, but I almost felt bad with her. Like just seeing her mom be in such a, like a roller coaster of a personality and have those drunk eyes or whatever. I was almost like, man, this kind of feels, 
this is unfortunate yeah i was out on amber when she was like i have all this debt and an and I uh, have chosen to be unemployed. I was like, all right, I'm out. Like, well, he had a line too in the last episode of something like, I guess she's just playing video games or something all day. Like he doesn't even know, like, like can't tell what she does with her time. Not looking for a job. Clearly. My question is, is like, uh, has she only been a tank mechanic? <laughs> well, when they said former tank mechanic, that exactly. Every, like, time, would... every time she, her name is introduced, it is underneath. It says X tank mechanic. Like, couldn't we go through her other jobs that she's had, like ex Dairy Queen employee? What, what, <laughs> what, what percentile would you put her at tank mechanics in the little? Like, do you think she was the the best tank mechanic? Oh, 100%. She's easily just one look at her, and you know that she was the best tank yeah. mechanic on the fleet. We need a, we need somebody good. Who's the best? Send us your best person. It's Amber. Here she comes. <laughs> send her in. Yeah, send her in. <laughs> we'll have it up and running in no time. Oh. Uh, so was she, was she in the military? Is that what, what's going on? Was she in the military? Again, at some point. She, I mean, at some point, again, this might have been 10 years ago she was in the <laughs> I mean, but, she's like, in her twenties. Like, she was in the military when she was fourteen. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so you talk about creative editing, and when they go to finally go over to Matt's house and meet his family, <laughs> that's the creative editing you're yes. talking about. Because she yes. walks in and she's like, ah, ooh, ah. And, <laughs> and they're, they're all kind of like quiet looking. Like, like yeah. you imagine walking into that, and like everyone's just looking at each other, like, like don't know what to do. No one's talking. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure they had like a ton of just regular conversations that night, and they yeah. showed only the times when she like couldn't get a real word word out of her mouth just like I yeah did. <laughs> yeah exactly but i think here's what i i don't like burnett i'm not gonna lie but i do feel like i understand him a little bit better watching this he is clearly the dumb young one right like the brothers the older brothers are a lot nerdier they seem way more put together and it seems like Barnett is the one that's like dumb and can't get out of his own way. And here he's bringing this train wreck of a girl home and they're all just like classic Matt. Like and you could tell in the back of their head, they're all just kind of like classic Matt. Okay. What the age, man. Yeah. They have like a real, like, uh, <clears throat> like Ozark wasp vibe to them too. Like they're like all like kind of like cloistered and they're, uh, they don't seem very inviting and yeah. Not at all inviting. They, no, very judgmental. The, but the Barnett clan, they seem like, um, they don't yeah, they definitely seem like they look at matt as maybe the last chance the older bro this is like definitely a uh, mark Wahlberg, donnie Wahlberg situation oh totally 100%. <laughs> like the, the yeah. older one looked like he used to be the star but like you know life yeah. sort of passed him by and this is like their last chance for glory oh the older brother's definitely like <laughs> insurance salesman of the year yeah, five yeah. times running you know like he's no 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 no, no, he's very stable. Very he's stable. Yeah. He's just insurance salesman. He he's not even getting those accolades. <laughs> you don't even. You don't even th- oh, I think he's totally got like plaques in his home office. Oh, you that think are so? Like, yeah, well, he April, bought them. He April bought two thousand four. I was yeah, regional salesperson of the year. Barnett is like a very classic youngest sibling, though. Yeah, he like. Is. Yeah. It takes a little bit longer to grow up, all of that type of so, thing. So I saw this on the timeline tonight that people are starting to turn and they really like Amber and Barnett as a couple and they really believe in them. I don't look, I wish them all happiness, but to me, this looks like puppy love to me. Like this looks like a classic first marriage relationship. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to make it in the long run, but I'm telling you, they're getting married on this show. I think they're both like in for it. Well, is 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 the wedding t- also taking place in Cancun? Is that how we can we know it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> all right. Well, then I guess they're all getting married. That if that's the case. 
I, I just think this is a classic first marriage and like they both will hate each other by, you know, October. Um, but now let's move on to the last one, which wasn't even the last one, but it was the best one and it gets cut off a little bit short, but we get Cameron and Lauren, which by the way, can I just say, Cameron is so perfect that it's annoying he's actually super annoying to me he's turned the corner to where i'm just like dude nobody is this the only thing that saved him was he tried to rap tonight and like now he's like a dork a complete and total dork in my book but that yeah, that was uh that was rough that was, was uh that so was bad. that was a rough view that was uh that one <laughs> i think uh, everyone was like kind of like tweeting along making jokes and then as soon as that scene happened like the the hashtag caught on fire everyone's like oh my god yeah that's what i will remember about this episode like when we're talking about this in a year i'll be like remember that episode where cameron rapped and everyone will remember that i feel like we don't really know the real cameron man because i would have if you would have asked me like which one of these guys used to rap i'd be like okay it's maybe barnett maybe who would you have guessed maybe mark more over over a camera. Mark Cameron for sure. Would have Mark, been the bottom of my list. Cameron I would have bet Kenny before. Oh Cameron. my god, we forgot to talk about how classic. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Classic. This is exactly <laughs> our point, Adam. And you're gonna try and throw your insane leg. I'm gonna Let me defend him for this one way. I gotta defend him. <laughs> this show is like almost too much. Like it's just too much crazy. Almost. That you almost. <laughs> You need like the, and they're only on screen hammer for like each episode for like three minutes. And you almost need it to like catch your breath. Like you just, you need they're a commercial the, yeah. break or something to be like, so you're okay. saying they're the, they're the palate cleanser. They're the Bojo's they, they're salad one, bar. Okay. I they put online that they were like, Kenny. they were like a hit of vitamin C in between <laughs> of cocaine. Like, yeah. They throw four minutes of Kenny and Kelly to break up Mark and Jessica and Gigi yeah. and Damien, you know, like. And surprise, surprise. They, uh, both have very stable households with yeah. loving families I mean, that got on. along and like had actually like really great insights on relationships and stuff. Come and on. it was like, like, come on, who needs that? Like, I did. Along. I like it. I move also love. Kenny today was in like a Columbia sweater. You know, like he just looks like the classic. I mean, oh he, no, K- Kenny was wearing a button-up shirt that was yeah three three buttons undone, and then he was wearing a sensible uh, very vest sensible. over top. It's a vest, vest yeah. was so vest, bad. Oh, sensible fleece vest. It's, you can you can wear it to the office. You can wear it on the trail. You <laughs> can wear it. Can, you can dress it up. You can dress, you can dress it, down. it up. Down. I mean, <laughs> the it's vest very was horrible. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was a very practical very vest. Sensible. It's an all-season vest. Kenny and Kelly. It breathes. Kelly's. That vest breathes. So I have to admit, our boss Brandon Spano had an observation tonight that I I think he might be right about, and I didn't oh. notice it. I didn't notice it until this this episode. Kelly seems to me like maybe she's exaggerating a little. Yeah, I'm oh. getting friend zone vibes for sure. Like, I think Kenny might legitimately be Cameron level good guy. Just good, stable, maybe boring, but you know what? He's a good dude and he cares. And he's like, you know what? I'm willing to like sacrifice everything to whatever. And I feel like Kelly might be like, I'm on TV and I'm getting to like pretend the fairy tale i'm gonna get the big wedding with all of the big stuff i I think she might be a little less in than she leads on really i I, know i think so too i think she's kind of i i get like friend zone vibes like i get like oh we're best friends i do not get we're in love with each other dude your cynic the cynicism on this podcast is disgusting (laughs) it's disgusting like 
why can't the two of you just be swept away by the magic of love? Like these two love each other. To their parents, both sets of parents had like a great relationships and some great. (laughs) The great head on Kelly's the Kelly's parents' house had the worst decor I have ever seen oh, in dude. my life. It, but the most it was comment ever. Horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's like um that's like just you just pick stuff that you like and you don't think about what comes together. That's just like eclectic that's most American. That's most yeah, people. That's, yeah, Come yeah, on. Totally. Yeah, they, totally. the most happy people. You want everybody totally. to be totally. miserable in their art. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last just one. Just like us. Cameron and Lauren. Um, and yeah, Cameron raps. So here's the Lauren. I actually like Lauren's mom because if you saw she had the quick wit to be like you got a rap for like you remember anything it was almost like cameron was dying for her to have <laughs> he, was, he like, was like he was like all right okay. let me <laughs> loose here <laughs> yeah he thought it was a flex when it was not <laughs> yeah it was definitely not a flex they had a good laugh at his expense oh um, that was so rough dude he was and he was like kind of blushing to begin with and it was not only was he doing it he was doing it in a kitchen for her mother and like some of the lyrics were like a little questionable. Oh. <laughs> he was talking about like ho, like ladies coming up to him. And so, I was like, "What is going on right now?" It'd be so funny if all of his lyrics were just super offensive, and it's like, Whoa. <laughs> we just learned another a deeper side yeah. to Cameron, right? Yeah. It's like two live crew, but nowadays, like, oh wow. Um, anyway they were fun and then this this is terrible but the the show for whatever reason decided this was a meet the parents episode everything for whatever done, reason well of course we know classic cliffhanger fun. Class, classic but here's the thing every episode has had a theme to it and it's conclu- it's carried out the conclusion we didn't get the conclusion the next episode is going to start with a meet the parents because we did not get to meet cameron with his famous dad that they've been building up for like four episodes now about like yeah well my dad has some real questions about white people like okay let's and and they've been building it up and then they just like stop yeah yeah that is the classic classic cliffhanger where you you know we're gonna get some fireworks on the other side too can we get a prediction kale give us one prediction about how that meeting's gonna go uh i'll bet you it'll start off real rough with like some dramatic music and oh, then they'll a turn a corner and find some common ground and you'll you'll get some happy music and yeah. they'll transition into another scene. Classic reality TV. So it'll just be like fine. And at the end, they'll hug and they'll be like, you know what? We've all learned a little bit about race and relations in America. Yeah. Or something like like I don't know if it'll quite be that pretty of a bow, <laughs> but I think it'll end on a positive note. Yeah, yeah we've learned a lot. Together. Give me one question he's going to have for Cameron. Uh, he's going to ask, um, why do you want to marry my daughter? Okay. Okay. That was fun. Okay. Great job, Eric. <laughs> I think you're right about he's that. He's going to ask, he's going to ask, um, can you rap for me? <laughs> <laughs> I hear I you rap. Gonna kinda, I think he's going to just kind of be savage and just like say straight up, like, I'm not really comfortable with this and it's going to take a while for you to like, get me on board with this. Oh, Oh yeah. Just a, just a, a, a statement, not even a question. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'll bet you he's going to ask a, a million Adam, questions. have you watched yeah. this next episode? I'm not. I'm all, I'm all caught up now. I'm all caught all right. up. All right. I'd have watched all of Tiger King, though, so. <laughs> so have I. It's have? wild. Wow. All right. Well, we're not there. So we have to close out, as we always do, by power ranking. I don't even want to power rank the couples. I want it to individuals. The individuals. There's only, power rank. there's only 10, so you can go through all 10. Kale, I want us to, you have to start with the worst. Who is the worst person? Jessica. Of this, of this episode. Oh, of this episode specifically, it's still Jessica. I strong disagree. No, no, it's 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 Gianina. <laughs> oh wow, G-G. really? 
Gigi was pretty, yeah, she was had a pretty kinda, rough episode. It was kind of the Gigi <laughs> meltdown episode. She was, she was, you know what though? I dug it. It was the most, it was one of the most fun parts of this whole episode. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was fun, but I don't like her anymore. Uh, you don't like, you don't like Jenny Hanna. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she comes, she comes in last and then Jessica or Jessica and then Jenny Hanna. Uh, Jessica will come in ninth. So we'll do okay. uh, Jenny Hanna last. Uh, okay. Go in with Kenny next, just because I I know nothing about him. Whoa! But he, he like just smiled and nodded this episode. I don't even know if yeah. he had a line. He just kind of like yeah. But that's that, what I'm saying. That's so he enough, was kind of a non-factor. But that's going to sink Damien. him down. That's yeah, lower you, lower than fifty percent. He's in the you, bottom yeah. half. Are you factoring yeah. in the all season vest at all, or, or is that not at all part of your equation? Yeah, he's sensible. Doesn't that very sensible? Mean something. Yeah. Um, and then Damien <laughs> next because Damien kind of turned turned on me this episode. Oh, Damien sucks. Yeah, Damien, Damien sucks. Kills. I don't. Damien might have been the last place for me. I mean, come on, man. He got completely. Dude, that steely. Dude, that he steely. Got the, destroyed. The, the steely gaze where he just is like emotionless. He's like he's got that super. Everything about him is super bright red all the time, which is uh, unbecoming and, and hard <laughs> to look at. And then those cold blue icy eyes, and. Oh, I'll bet oh. he's like Larry David level neurotic, complaining, you know, whatever, but not at all funny. He's like like the least funny no. version of Larry yeah. David. Miserable yeah. hang. Yeah, yeah miserable, miserable hang. Miserable hang. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Damien definitely sends lots of meals back to the kitchen. Like, oh, you know, like he's definitely oh, a guy that like yeah. 50% of the time he's like, actually, <laughs> what is this? I'm not paying for this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of talk to your manager. Kind yeah, of stuff. yeah. <laughs> tons of it. All right, we'll go with uh, – we got to go with, I think, Kelly next. Another, like, non-factor. Yeah. Boring uh, ranks low for you. Boring is, is – Boring a, Boring is low kill. for me. It's, they're not entertaining. Jenny uh, Hanna was, like, super not boring this time. You're crazy. Yeah, this but I hated has no her range. this episode. Yeah, this, this list, this list is logicless. There's no logic in this, this list. Is, I should have known better. <laughs> to let Kale take over power ranking. Come right, on. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, and then Amber – who like oh, was entertaining but a mess. I can't oh, believe mess. she is this high up. She was man, she was rough. I thought That's she pretty was low. That's pretty low. That's pretty low. I mean And then uh we'll go with we'll now go we're with Cameron next. Yeah, cuz he rap- he was probably number 1 till he rapped. Yeah. yeah really. And then um and then uh Matt, not Barnett this episode, he was very uh-huh. sensible in himself this episode. Really? Yeah. I have to I have to agree with you. I think uh, <laughs> this was by far Matt's best best performance. This was Matt's first performance. He's been Barnett to this point. (laughs) That's true. And then Lauren's the goat. She's got to go number one every time. Lauren the goat. She is pretty boring too, though, to be honest. She is. She's like kind of like, she's kind of awkward. Like she's she's just a nice person though. She is. So is Kelly and Kenny. Kenny's the nicest person. What are we talking about? He didn't even rap this episode. You know, what's so sad. You know, what's so sad about all of this. Mark didn't even make the list. You left no. Mark off the list. <laughs> you got cut out right. We did. Oh, poor Mark. Wedge him in between Kenny and Kelly somewhere. Uh, I bet he'd like that. <laughs> oh, man. This was this is rough. I feel bad for all of these people. So what are we on? Episode seven. That was seven, yeah. What's We're the next eight. one? Do you know? What what is I think the it's title? Eight. <laughs> Hold up! I'll go look at the title right now. Yeah, no, like, no, I don't. I, I want no spoilers of any kind. This oh, isn't okay. a spoiler. No, it's I like, it's like I want no content. Now they get to go to each in. other's offices. Like <laughs> that, that's already too much. I already know too much. 
<laughs> they each have to cook one meal. I think it's oh, I think it's Amber like, definitely uh, doesn't know how to cook any meals. No, I meals. think it's like planning the wedding's next episode. Oh, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> and then what's the one after that? Is her bachelor oh, party or something? Yeah, the fact that, I didn't think about the fact that we're gonna get a bridezilla moment like a bridezilla episode like what does that mean oh, that yes. you know the flowers aren't right they've been dreaming about oh let's predict since quick prediction girl. who's gonna have the biggest like fit to throw over like, yeah like the, the the flowers or dress or oh it's amber it's 100 percent. oh it's it gotta be amber. amber you're right it's gotta be amber yeah i don't know jenny hana throws some pretty crazy tantrums yeah. over nothing like she does that make latin a... fiery blood uh, will come out against the florist or something she, she, i could see it but you're right that <laughs> Yeah, I could see Amber. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be, uh, it's been entertaining. I legit, I put this out earlier. Watching this stupid show, I watched a couple episodes, I think three episodes all on, you know, with just, just alone or whatever. And it like, it's not nearly fun. It, watching it with no. a bunch of people, it's so fun. It's just fun. It's just like, it's oh. like, who can come up with the best joke? Dude, if you the watch this, like, tweeting just, changed the game. It really oh, did. If you watch this just by yourself, like, what? What are you doing? Like, what do you just watch The Wire, watch The Sopranos? If you're watching <laughs> shows by yourself and you're watching this garbage, like, what are you doing? If you're watching so that you can be part of a large form uh, joke cluster, like, then that that's that that's something to be applauded. Yeah. Well, for Kale Solmon, Eric <laughs> Eric Wedham, and uh, Adam and Ginny Hanna, Ginny Hanna. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. It's been a lot of fun. We hope to see you on Thursday for episode eight of Love is Blind.